Hey everyone, welcome to the Earn Your Life podcast with David Fernandez Jr. Here we are once again. Um, yeah, so I have a special guest today. She is a friend of mine. She is an awesome person, amazing soul on her journey right now. And that's why I wanted to bring her on today. Yesenia Rivera, how you doing? I'm really good, thank you. Thank you for having me here today. Yeah, so, you know, I asked you to be on my podcast today because I just wanted to have a conversation about life. And I also wanted to talk about what you just experienced called the Landmark um, Workshop, right? Yes, the Landmark Forum. So let's dive right on in because we got about 30 minutes or so. Talk to me about your experience. Let's talk about that. It was truly a positive, very transforming experience for me. Um, I actually came across Landmark when I was 18 years old. Uh-huh. And at that moment, I actually did go through and sign up. But because I was struggling with so much as a young adult and having gone through a childhood uh, trauma, and I was pretty much dealing with a lot of depression, it wasn't recommended for me to take it at that time. So I kind of just forgot about the forum. Mm-hmm. And uh, pretty much 20 years later, I am at a crossroads in my life. And I recalled a uh, landmark very clearly And I said, I'm going to give myself the opportunity to finally see what this is about. I felt like my soul always stayed like hungry for wondering how it could have changed my life, how it Mm -hmm. could have impacted me positively. And that's when I just went for it, David. I just went ahead and signed up and Mm -hmm. and took the experience of the three days. And it was truly transforming the sense of breakthroughs. So for people that don't know what the landmark workshops are, they're like personal development um, experiences, I would call them, where they create a safe space to uh, get real, get vulnerable and kind of guide you as well, you know, to to breakthroughs. And so let's let's talk if you're open to it. Let's talk about your uh, childhood trauma. If we can talk, if we dive into that. Definitely. And Landmark helped me surrender. And now Mm -hmm. when I talk about my traumas, it's more experience is not emotional. Um, It definitely isn't traumatic. So at nine years old, I did go through a child rape. Um, Mm -hmm. I never spoke about my uh, traumatic experience because of the uh, environment that I was raised in. Pretty much no communication, no affection, no love. But my parents, of course, did the best that they could with them. And then I grew up to kind of carry on the trauma and think that if I would go and get married at a young age, it was going to go away. My pain, my sadness, my traumas. And so in essence, whole, you were kind of like running or trying to escape. I was right? running. I was yeah. looking for that next per se, like where I can place my hopes as to healing. That's pretty mm-hmm. much what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Looking for that new destination. And being married 12 years, I went through uh, some pretty traumatic experiences too. Uh, Amongst it was, you know, emotional abuse. Amongst it was uh, a lot of mental abuse and even uh, rape again. So me just having to relive the trauma over and over was just breaking me as a human being. And I pretty much came to a part of my life, David, when I was 35 years old, where I was very suicidal. And I was pretty much facing like not having any dreams, hopes, desires in my life and, and saying you know, even though I was a mother of three little ones at the time, I just felt like my life was much better without me being here. And mm-hmm. and this touches home for me a lot because every time I get the news or read the news about suicide, 
it really touches the deepest part of my heart because I was once there. And I know how you could truly lose your identity and yourself to that illness. And, and being a mother, you know, even that wasn't enough to keep me here. But I feel like the connection I always kept to God somehow always kept me a little bit sane and a little bit aware of you cannot let yourself go to that true darkness, you know? Yeah. yeah. So at that point in my life, I knew I had to make a major, major decision. And I decided to, to separate and leave a 12 year marriage. Got it. Got it. You know, you know, what, what's coming up for me right now. And, and, um, you know, I, I, um, I just, uh, had an experience, uh, I'm mentoring, um, this person and, uh, she's going through it tough time and uh it just kind of brings me back to even how i grew up right where i got exposed to these um non-profit organization these camps where we would go up to camp and create a safe space to talk about all the isms that affect our schools and communities right and there's about 100 students high school students and like 20 staff members and the the one th- the common denominator that i always felt and experienced and my inner heart and soul would tell me is that we're not taught how to deal with trauma. We're not taught how to deal with pain. We're not taught how to, you know, we're not equipped with tools um, to, to handle, handle that unhealthiness. You know what I'm saying? And what, in whatever form. And it's so deep because like, I feel like it's like a vicious uh, cycle, right? Where, we, we, you know, we go through an event, we go through experiences or even just our environment, how we grew up, whatever. And, you know, we, we kind of stay with it. It's all a secret within ourselves, within our being. Right. And at that, at that point, I feel the, the longer that we keep that pain inside, the longer we feel disconnected, the longer we feel like we're alone and like no one really understands us or sees us and i think up at that camp the reason why i brought it up is because we were able to see each other up at those camp experiences you know what i mean within hours we're like looking into each other's eyes making eye contact you know crying hugging loving each other and it felt like the most beautiful thing in the world and uh, i feel like landmark was kind of similar to what i was doing up at uh, camp anytown and stuff but it's I think that's where the magic is, is to be able to be seen without being judged and just really seen for who we are. And those experiences obviously don't define us. But if we don't cleanse, if we don't release, if we don't heal, then it'll continue to manifest. And I think that's kind of what I what I'm hearing right now. Right. You went from from that environment, that upbringing and although you were trying to avoid run, whatever you want to call it, you ended up kind of attracting the same frequency, the same vibration, the same type of cycle. Right. I was I was simply recycling relationships. And yeah. the one thing that I came to become aware through my forum and just through so many coaching um, experiences that I've given myself has been that all along, I have always loved myself all along. I have always loved life. I just lost my identity and I lost my identity for a good two decades. And I was putting so much meaning in things that were not important. For example, Mm -hmm. when I decided to separate David, I simply walked away being a stay at home mom uh, for the last per se nine years of my life, helping build my ex-husband's business, Mm -hmm. helping build his per se uh, 
finances. And I walked away with absolutely no degree, no income, uh, about $100 in my savings account, Mm -hmm. Um, had to get a job at a minimum wage at that time. I had to go to welfare in order for me to survive. And I, it, it really did put me in a place in my life where I said, who the heck am I? Yeah. What did I come to in my life? And sometimes you need to go through that, David, because if you don't go through that, you really just adapt whatever meanings people put in your life throughout. And, yeah. and as you develop and really go through the tears and pain and say, you know what? I wasn't handed a, you know, a, a cushion per se, like a spousal support income. I wasn't handed per se a child support income. I really had to fight my way to to fight for my life, to fight for my kids and to really be here and be who I am, that is what builds true character because you had to really be stripped completely naked Mm -hmm. and being completely naked and vulnerable, you were forced to surrender. And the only thing I have left, I had left for me at that time was look to God, look to God because God is never going to uh, abandon you. He's never going to let you, uh, let you just sit there and die on a corner. He's going to give you whatever needs you have mm-hmm. in order for you to continue living and surviving. And from 2015 to 2020, uh, David, I can yeah. say that I was in a very healing journey, a okay. lot of uh, counseling therapy and a lot of motivational videos, just feeding my mouth, my mind so much positivity just to get through my depression. I love that. I and love that. I from love that. 2020 moving forward to the present, it's been a journey of coaching. It's been a journey of self-development. It's, it's been a journey of mindset reprogramming. It's been a journey, journey of grief recovery. One thing that I've realized is that all our lives, we associate grief to death. And no, grief is from the moment that as a child, uh, you were impacted with either not being validated in an emotion, not being validated in something you lost that was a trauma, whether it's, you know, a child losing a school, a friend, a home, a dog, uh, you know, a separation of a home. You know, all these things are causing griefs in our soul that make us very dysfunctional adults as humans, and we don't have emotions. So therefore, I kind of went to that child within me Mm-hmm. I was able to like heal that child within me. And I, I was able to validate everything that child within me went through. And fast forward to today, I'm healing generations to come because I'm healing my babies. I love 18, that. 14, 12 years old. And I'm seeing the transformation in them. Yeah. And, I and celebrate you, know, you. I celebrate you right now. You. I love that. Thank you. And, and it's all because of God. I always say God is our light and God is going to be our purpose. God is our mission and God is going to be our success. So everything that you do, you really have to have a spiritual connection with God. You really do. And it's not religion. It's spiritual. Just dive into a spiritual relationship to God. Yeah. The language, the language could be the universe, the creator, whatever language you want to put to it. I got you. Thank you for clearing that up. Exactly. Because I think that when you don't have that connection to whatever you want to associate to a spiritual, you know, relationship uh, to something, you know, more powerful or your creator or whatever you want to associate it to, you really do feel lost in this world because you don't have a roadmap to go off of. Mm-hmm. And, and when you get to feel the connection as to the, what your potential is as a human, 
what your worth is as a human and what you can truly accomplish, my goodness, that's when your mind becomes so empowered where all the little talk and the noise you're hearing around you, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't affect you anymore. It, you really do build a shield of protection around you. It's kind of like you're vibrating higher at a you higher definitely frequency. are. Right? Yeah. You are. And, and that's been my beauty. I'm in love with life right now. I mean, it, imagine two decades of depression yeah. in 2015, facing suicidal thoughts and wanting to just end my life. Mm-hmm. And in 2020, I mean, 2022, I'm already like, I'm in love with life. I, I feel like I, I want to live, you know, a hundred plus more years because when I look back and I, I feel like 35 of those years were kind of lost, I'm mm-hmm. like, oh no. Like I need to start living now. Yeah. So, yeah. so that's the beauty of life that you have the power to take your power back at any time and transform yeah. your life. Nobody else does. You do. You know what I love I, that that's uh, it goes back to uh, empowerment, right? Like right now you're speaking from a place of empowerment at the end of the day, you know, we co-create our reality, you know, through our thoughts, through our feelings. And of course it makes sense if we had a, a fucked up environment, you know what I'm saying? And we, we can't, and we don't have the tools and the exposure or the experience. Like, you know, of course we're, we're going to think that that reality is the only reality in that moment. It's kind of like we're short-sighted, you know, we, we, we're, we, we have, we can't see anything other than what we're in, in that particular moment. You know what I'm saying? But to anybody listening right now, um, you know, that that's having suicidal thoughts that, you know, that's that's going through tough times. Uh, I just want you to know, like, and she, she's just any of the perfect example of that, that um, emotions are temporary, even though they might last 15, 20 years until we, you know, face ourselves or walk towards that darkness that we're afraid to walk into. Um it doesn't matter. Like life can change and will change if you allow yourself that opportunity. You know what I'm saying? So you're not alone. You're not alone. And I hope that Yesenia is uh, providing that hope for you. You know what I'm saying? Because I have a similar story. I was I was in darkness for a long time. You know, I I, I was afraid to face my shit. You know what I'm saying? And until I, I was willing to to go towards that darkness. Um, and, and it's crazy because it's an illusion, right? It's like fear is an illusion. Like what you're afraid of is the one thing that's got control over you. And then once you go in, go towards that, the fears or the darkness or whatever you want to call it, then you realize, oh my God, it, it wasn't what my mind created or the stories that it told when it came to that fear, that darkness. And then you start putting light into it and you're able to see a lot more clear. And that's the beauty of it. No, and you know what's like, if this can help anybody out there, I mean, I mean, I'm talking from my heart. Um, I'm still working on a lot. I, I'm, I return to school. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to accomplish dreams. I'm trying to businesses. Um, I'm really doing me. What I didn't do for myself, I'm too late. So the mindset of, it's too late for you at 40, 50, 60. You need yeah. to get that out of your head because it's that. never too late until you're face to face with death is when it's too late because mm-hmm. you can do anything that your soul desires for yourself at any time of your life. 
And that's the crazy part of it all. When we get out of our heads, David, when we are Mm -hmm. able to break through the darkness and that dark layer that's like blinding us, we get to see that we really do have the power to say enough is enough. And this is where Mm -hmm. it stops. Mm -hmm. Because the mind has become so powerful during the times of, let's say, falling into a depression, a mental illness, um, uh, losing just you know, hopeless and, and falling into the suicidal thoughts to, to kind of do away with the pain. You come mm-hmm. that all that was just a sickness that your mind was lying to you for years. Mm-hmm. Two decades of my life where I was stuck in a lie. Two decades where I couldn't accomplish things and I wouldn't finish things and I would just continue sabotaging things because mm-hmm. my mind kept lying to me for two decades. And mm-hmm. why was my mind lying to me? Because I wasn't listening to my soul mm. because I wasn't, I wasn't sitting there with my soul, with my, with my, and listening to it and saying, I hear you. I validate you. I'm going to do what's right for you. Not for I love that. mom, love that. sister, kids, spouse, whoever. I'm going to do what's right for you because apparently the way you've been living for the last 35 years has caused you so much heartbreak and has broken you down so much that your soul is bleeding out. And Mm -hmm. now you're going to do it the right way. (laughs) I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. You know what? One thing I want to touch on that you brought up a little earlier is uh, healing the the little kid, the inner child within you. Uh, Elaborate on that for me, please. Healing the inner child within you, we all have a child within us, every single one of us, even the most successful individual. Um, That child within you is going to be the child that was left either traumatized in some way or hurting. It could have been something as minor as an experience of being bullied at school to an experience of losing a loved one to death or to an experience of, you know, losing something that was so meaningful for you. And that started creating a different mindset as to how you seen life from that point moving forward. Mm -hmm. So you started putting meanings to things that should have never been put meaning to. Like Mm -hmm. you started telling yourself, for example, with me, when I got, Mm -hmm. I wasn't worthy. I wasn't lovable. I, I, I didn't matter. Um, you know, uh, I know like I, I wasn't no, no place that I went safe for me so I started to put meanings to all these things that started to make make me an adult that's what made me a teenager that's what made me an adult that's what made me choose the partner I chose yeah at 18 years old when I decided to marry him at 20 so when you live a life where let's say you child and you Mm -hmm. didn't sit there with that child to grieve and validate what was what they were feeling the trauma they went through whatever it was then how do you heal the child? If you don't heal the child, then that child is bleeding onto you, onto your relationships, onto your uh, parenting style, onto mm-hmm. your profession, onto your leadership. Mm-hmm. And it just goes on and on and on. Mm-hmm. So for me, really taking care of that inner child of yours is sitting there in meditation and really getting to know like, you as an individual, like the, the thing you mentioned about the camp, that's probably yeah. the most beautiful experience any child can go through. And what a big blessing yeah. because it, it teaches you that it's safe to be vulnerable. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. It's safe to open up. It's safe to put down the walls. And it's safe to really sit there and say, I do ache, I do hurt, and this is why. Yeah. 100%. I love it. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for uh, for being so open, so real, you know, with with us here today. My, my whole intention is to uh, just kind of provide hope and share information and support people on their life journey you know what i'm saying and so so you're you're already um you know you're already living your purpose you know what i'm saying like just by sharing everything you're sharing right now i see a i see um healing and teaching and uh mentoring in your future you know what i'm saying i i want to ask you two two questions um before you know we wrap this up uh the first question is if any, you know, young girl or woman is listening right now and they dealt with the same um, trauma as yourself, whether rape, molestation, whatever, what would you tell them right now if they were listening to you? I would say, um, I would say you were simply a victim. Um, don't put a meaning to what happened as to you not being worthy or valuable. I would say there's hope to healing. And I would say, make that story a powerful one to break generations to come and to heal others. Because mm. sadly, in the world we live in, we cannot stop rape. We cannot stop We cannot stop abuse. But what we can change is pretty much be that light for someone that has to be a victim of that. And mm-hmm. really give hope to someone that has lost the light or have, has lost the hope in their life. And, and more than anything is just to hear the words, you are worthy, you matter, you know, fear, fear is only a a lie that you've told yourself because of the fear of what happened to you. See people that, that go through rape, um, David, and I don't know, you know, if you can relate or not, but people that go through Mm -hmm. rape carry a lot of fear in their life. That's been one of my biggest setbacks in my life. Fear, fear, fear runs my life. And one thing that I'm mastering and breaking through is overcoming fear Mm -hmm. because fear is just a lie in your mind. Everybody, Mm -hmm. every human being is dealing with some type of fear, but for some reason, people and traumatic experiences make it a hundred times worse. Yeah. So it's just, I send my love to you heal, like take care of that inner child, seek out counseling if possible, seek out, you know, um, meditation, seek out coaching, whatever aligns with you, whatever vibes with you, whatever mm-hmm. is going to fill your soul, just seek it out. Mm-hmm. And, and you will start seeing the changes little by little by little. Yeah. Yeah. I want to thank you for that. I want to, I want to touch on the, the mind and fear, right? Um, what I've learned um, along my journey is that like, it's so deep because like in this physical world in the three dimensional world, right? our brain are, is, is wired for preservation to preserve us. So I feel that like any, and it's a recorder, right? Like, <clears throat> excuse me, um, it's a recorder. So like, if we get hurt, like it's, it's going to try to keep us safe on all levels, right? So if we get hurt, if we go through trauma, it's, it's recorded that very clearly. And it's going to try to avoid it as best as possible and it's deep because it's like a a counter um 
it's kind of like uh, twisted in a sense, right? Because at the end of the day, that same trauma where you experience, right? It's like, you don't want it, but what did it create? It created the not value, not being value, not being worthy, right? So then that's the belief system, the paradigm that you're not even aware of that you're vibrating at. And so then what are you going to attract? The same type of energy on one form or another. So it's deep because we're trying to we're trying to avoid it. We're, we don't want it, but our brain records it. And in essence, it's a weird energy of like, if we don't even raise our awareness to that, then we're going to continue that cycle like you mentioned, because we're not even aware that the I'm not good enough programming is running us that, you know, we truly we could talk all we want and rationalize all we want and say, oh, yeah, 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 I deserve better. But if we internally don't believe that and we internally have that belief system that we're not good enough, then that's going to continue manifesting in one form or another. That's what we're going to continue attracting. How deep is that, right? It's deep because you're going to keep recycling the same experiences. Yeah. And the true healing comes when you awake your subconscious. Yeah. And when you awake your subconscious is when you become aware of your habits, your patterns, your thought yeah. processes, your beliefs. And a lot of things that are within you that you realize, whoa, what a dysfunction yeah. is, is happening within me. So when you can catch yourself as you're repeating the habits, the behaviors, the thoughts, yeah. then it's when it becomes powerful because you are reprogramming who you are, or who you've been. I'm reprogramming a 35 yeah. year old human. Yeah. So you can only imagine how much work is going into that. If you yeah. add more years, you're just going to add more work that needs to be put into that. That's the power of the landmark workshops that you went through, the Camp Any Towns that I did. And there's so many uh, organizations and programs that are doing this beautiful work. And But that's the power of it. The minute that like we create that safe space and we're able to be vulnerable and able to feel and remember, right? Like, that's where the magic happens, you know, especially if we're seen by other folks, there's power in that because for us to be able to be seen and not judge and, you know, and because we create, the mind creates so many stories that, Oh, I'm a bad little girl or I'm a bad little boy, or I'm not good enough. And all that stuff, right. It's created all the stories, the lies, everything that you talked about earlier until we're seen and we realize we're able to release that shame and that guilt that comes with it too, you know? Exactly. Exactly. And one thing I want to share, David is um, yeah. I, I don't know. You mentioned a key word you said in your future, I see, you know, coaching, mentoring, I see healing others. Yeah. And I created a podcast about a year ago. The podcast was women healing. Mm. I have not one. I have not done one interview, but I have it there. And God. the purpose of it is because if anyone out there wants to share their experience, if there's any women out there that just want to talk, yeah. if there's a woman out there that, you know, feels like they are at that point of their life that they feel like broken loss, but they still have hope and they want mm -hmm. that breakthrough, get in contact with me through David. And yeah. I would love to hear you. I would love to help you whatever I can help you. I would love to show you what I've done for myself up until now. Yeah. And I would love to just build a connection. That's simply it. A connection. Yeah. There you go. So, you know, in the near future, when you do do your first podcast or whatever, what, what's the name of the podcast again and where they can find it? Woman Healing Women. I love that.
I love that. And so also like, you know, I, I, I wanted to kind of provide a platform for you too. If anybody connects with you, resonates with what you've been sharing and they do want to get a hold of you, how can they find you on social media? Um, my social media, it's under uh, Jesse, Y-E-Z-Z-Y, sales insurance. I am mm-hmm. in the insurance industry. Mm-hmm. Um, so that would be my information for Instagram. For Facebook, it would just be Yesenia Rivera for Got Facebook. Got it. All right. So the, the way we're, we're about to wrap up this podcast, and I, the way I wrap up the podcast usually is by asking this question to my guest. And uh, I'd love for you to, um, to answer this. And here's, here's the question. If you have had the microphone right now to the world and the world is listening, what would you tell the world? I would tell the world, I love you dearly. God loves you dearly. And you matter. Mm. Yes, Enya, thank you so much for taking the time um, to share your heart here with us today. I really appreciate you. Thank you. I love you, my sister. And to everyone listening, uh, thank you so much for, for riding this wave with me, for being on this journey with me. I love you guys with all my heart. Let's keep coming together. Let's keep sharing our hearts and our stories. Let's continue connecting. Uh, don't forget, man, we got this short life in this physical world right now. Let's earn it, whatever that may be. Earn your life. Amen. <laughs>